Yo, this is the ancient Texan. I'm going to bite off a subject here that's probably going to get me in trouble, but I think it needs to be said, and I'm going to do it as best I can. Identity politics. So first, let's look at some definitions. Identity politics, also commonly referred to as the politics of identity or identity-based politics, is a phrase that is widely used in the social sciences and humanities to describe the deployment of the category of identity as a tool to frame political claims, promote political ideologies, or stimulate and orientate, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I don't even quite understand that one. Identity politics, a plural noun, a tendency for people of a particular religion, ethnic group, social background, etc., to form exclusive political alliances, moving away from traditional broad-based party politics. Okay, that one makes a little more sense. Political positions that are based on the social groups that people see themselves as belonging to. For example, based on religion, race, or social background, rather than on traditional political parties. A certain group's identity politics are only precious to them. That sounds a little bit like a tribe, right? That's what I hear. Here's another one. Identity politics is a contemporary shorthand for a group's assertion that it is a meaningful group, that it differs significantly from other groups, that its members share a history of injustice and grievance, and that it is psychological and political mission is to explore, act out, act on and act upon its group group identity. That's a Catherine R. Stimson. Okay, what's brought in here is, is members share a history of injustice and grievance. As a group identity, it's a tribe that uh, has been a victim Sounds like they've been oppressed. Here's one, another one along the same lines of Wikipedia. Identity politics is a term that describes a political approach wherein people of a particular religion, race, social background, class, or other identifying factor develop political agendas and organize based on the interlocking system of oppression that affect their lives and come from their various identities. Okay, it's an oppressed group that's not only oppressed by one particular organization or people or group, it's not like the Nazis. It's an interlocking systems of oppression. It's like the laws of the state and Uh, past history and 
how they're treated when they get housing. It's it's an interlocking system that's the prison system. Everything works is working against them. Again, it's someone that's oppressed that's kind of a victim, and they're a tribe of oppressed people. I I kind of wonder does the group have to be oppressed or the individual in the group or is there like a threshold number of people in the group have to be oppressed um, and if another group has oppressed people even by the same oppressor if they're not of the same race or something they're not that identity group I I don't I'm it sounds a little facetious but I don't quite get this all in the group are obviously not oppressed and groups other groups have individuals that are oppressed but they are not the oppressed group it's like a group that in their mind they have an acquired level threshold value of oppression to be considered a viable group to represent the oppressed even if they represent the hot, the entire group that the oppressed group is inside of okay that that's what i hear and then if if you look in america which are the oppressed groups blacks jews asian americans indians um would someone like homeless people consider be considered oppressed or poor people i don't know so those you also have the idea that the oppression can come from a historical oppression like slavery and that still people that acted 100 years ago may still be causing oppression of the people today. Right? I can get that concept. How you sort out, you know, the level of oppression that's a real challenge. But oppression and representing an oppressed group sounds a whole lot like you're turning that group into a group of victims. Is that not true? Okay, let's let's see some things that identity politics has brought us. Defund the police. You can almost see which group brought that. The same one as the second group I'm going to mention, Black Lives Matter. Those are policies that the group is black people that are oppressed by the police and oppressed by many interlocking systems. So, defund the police was a product of identity politics. Defund the police it's sensational, it appear it appeals to um that identity group. But the phrasing is absolutely horrendous. It's it's borders on being stupid. 
And me saying that makes me some bad guy. But it's not a smart phrasing. If you want to win and get something done, you have to pick phrasing first that says what you mean. And even if you wanted to, part of the policy was to defund the police, the goal wasn't to take money away from the police. That's not the primary objective. The primary objective was to change the practices that the police were doing that uh, weren't good for their customers, the public that they serve. So, but it, it appeals because it's identity politics and it's playing to that group. And inside that group, there's not much peer review and not as much, you know, like how do we really appeal to the broad masses and try to get something actually done. And even this, this is a little more stretch, but if you say democratic socialist, Bernie probably could have picked better word choice and had exactly the same policies. And he might be president right now. But bringing that word socialist in there, um, it appealed to progressives. It's kind of radical. It's something to, you know, to group around. And, you know, it, it kind of smashes in everybody's face. We're ready to really change the system. But it's not, it appeals to an identity group white progressive liberals does not appeal across the board has no chance with that phrasing of ever getting a majority support I don't think I could be wrong maybe you know young people take over maybe the world will be different but it's not the world right now so identity politics tends to be sensational it speaks to a narrow group. It lacks the wording and the arguments that appeal to the widest possible group. So let, let's think of another way that we could do something that would include a lot of people. And we can get some wordsmiths because I'm not a, you know, I'm an engineer. What do we know about words? But what if we had a phrase, poor lives matter? Everybody believes that, right? Poor lives matter. Black poor lives matter. Hispanic poor lives matter. Homeless poor lives matter. American Indian poor lives matter. Navajo lives matter. Cherokee lives matter. Poor Cherokee. We got to keep them poor. We want those rich guys running the casino. Unemployed coal workers. Wow, they could be part of this group. They could be on our side because they're unemployed coal workers. They're part of Poor Lives Matter. They're part of people that we care about. How about all those? COVID kids that didn't have internet. Those are poor kids. Poor lives matter, including 
COVID kids that don't have wireless. So I I listen to identity politics and it really doesn't work for me. Um, every time I hear Black Lives Matter, I go Hispanic Lives Matter. Um, because I grew up with Hispanics in El Paso, 70, 80% Hispanics and saw a fair amount of poor people and they matter to me. And I've um, lived in Peru and I've seen a lot of poor Peruvians, you know, that live in hand to mouth, a little happier than the poor people live here. But that's a whole nother, whole nother subject. So I, I, I think it's, it, it's kind of segregation in politics. It's like making people segregating and pointing out a group instead of going to the core issues that the group has, like prison reform. Well, that's a social justice. That's a Black Lives Matter campaign. But is it really just a identity politics for blacks? Are not Hispanic people just as often um, screwed up by our, our prison system? And I know we see the police where the blacks get killed, but if you search the internet, it's actually pretty easy to find uh, Hispanics being shot. They don't show them on TV, but go to YouTube and start looking for uh, Hispanics being shot by the police. It's not terribly hard to find. But that doesn't make the news because Black Lives Matter is very effective in in getting the news. And I'm I believe Black Lives Matter. I believe it's all all people are important. All poor lives matter. And we could also say all sick lives matter. Uh, and we'll get some word smiths in here that do a better job than me. And you know, putting nice phrases together and making things. But what I want to see happen is that as a country, we get the core issues and our core values out front and on the main line. And we focus on the core values that we want as a people. Um, what do we want Americans to be known as? How do we want Americans to be seen with how they help people that are at the bottom of the system, the weak, the disadvantaged? That's what we need to focus on. And I don't think identity politics does that. It focuses, focuses on the oppression of a single group. And it's not like that single group has a monopoly on that oppression. 
We need to focus on the oppression and the type of people that are being oppressed. And race should have nothing to do with it. It should almost be colorless policies. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan taking on identity politics. If I had a big crowd of listeners, I'd be in trouble, but uh, <laughs> my crowd's small enough, I could probably run from them. This is the ancient Texan, hoping you'll consider what I say and hope you have a good day and a good weekend coming up. Namaste. Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling, hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on the small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred in our fellow inhabitants. Namaste. Namaste.